Good evening. Welcome back to Bert's World, where intelligence meets the inexperienced. I'm your host, Albert. Thank you all for your support on the last episode. This month's episode is taking a lighter tone, but fair warning before we begin. This episode contains spoilers relating to Marvel shows and movies you may not have seen yet. Hope you enjoy. Welcome to Bert's World. We have a full house today, all my friends. Um, I would like for you to give your name and then say DC or Marvel, which is your favorite. We'll start on that side. All right. So my name is Nick, and I'm going to go with DC. Uh, my name is Emilio, and I'm going to go with DC too, but love the MCU. My name's Eduardo. I'm going to have to go with the MCU. My name is Gabriel. I'm going to have to go with DC. My name is Josh. DC. Wow. Mostly DC. We got DC. some haters. We got some yeah. haters. All right. Okay. Wait, you were the only Marvel? I think so. That's yeah. tough. It is what it is. That's surprising. All right. So why Marvel for you then? Just the movies are the best. I grew up with Spider-Man. Like, I played all the video games ever since I had a PS2. There was this one game on the PS2. I forgot what it was called. But it was like a, the graphics were very, like, comics-based. Mm-hmm. like they weren't obviously they weren't very realistic as a ps2 like you know it was years ago <laughs> but man i remember like I, n- I don't think i ever beat the game but i would spend hours just swinging around like i was so <laughs> i think in- i know what game yeah that was, that was ultimate think, spider-man yeah, yeah, yeah ultimate spider-man it was ultimate That's spider-man dude, that game that was, was so fire dude yeah. it was so fire and yeah, you got to play like as venom and stuff too oh my god i yeah. remember that too and i think you fight wolverine or some shit at some point that's fire i don't remember all right starting from this side why dc I grew up on Batman all the time. I love all the Batman movies, and I feel like DC, of course, like, in today's time, Marvel kind of makes the better movies, but I feel like DC just has a great way of giving all their characters a better backstory, like, more depth than anything Marvel has done, honestly, in my opinion. Okay. Um, I'm going to have to say DC because the animated series were a lot better before, in my opinion, than Marvel um the comics are, are a lot more depth like he said um yeah they're just better in my opinion but the marvel movies are so much better nowadays yeah um i guess dc kind of like similar to josh like i feel like uh marvel characters are a little bit too like two-dimensional um dc like the characters are really fleshed out like they feel like real people um and it's a little bit grittier but like the cop out answer is that the MCU is better now, like obviously. Yeah, and I, I kind of have to agree with that, but I mean, I, I think DC is better just overall because it's it's just much much more like it's just darker, like a lot of the stories that they get into, like especially with like Batman and stuff, and the, the stories with like Red Hood, where Red Hood was basically Robin before and he got tortured by Joker and basically like turned evil and started killing people. Like it's just it's super super dark, and that's one of the one of the first comic books that i ever picked up like going to the public library in hialeah like i I picked up a red hood comic and i was like whoa what is this like they're bashing someone's head and you could see everything like it's crazy i was like six years old i shouldn't be looking at this but yeah and then obviously growing up on batman and, and superman and stuff like i have to say that the mcu movies now are probably much better but you can kind of tell that the quality has kind of dropped in the mcu movies like now they just they can make anything and people are gonna watch it so like 
the Eternals movie for me was a huge disappointment. Like that was honestly just filler. Like they they just put a movie together to put it together. There wasn't really like a consistent story. And trying to introduce the Eternals at this point when everything happened like in the MCU before is just like it kind of makes no sense. I really like the Eternals too cuz like it was a lot of good backstory on how like Thanos came to be and like the whole like god stuff that happens in MCU. I guess and they kind of filled in everything that happened like ancient times. Yeah. But like, I feel like just that their explanation of why they didn't interfere with what happened with Thanos was kind of just like dumb. Like, how had we never seen the Eternals before or like had any presence of them? Well, um, I haven't watched the movie, so can you like spoil it? So basically, the, the Eternals are, are like these gods, right? So they were created in the beginning of the universe and they go... Uh, throughout different galaxies and different planets to create the celestials so like mm-hmm. the really big robot things that you see i think they have them in like guardians of the galaxy yeah they do so those, those huge robots that's basically what they do they're supposed to help populations reach a certain level of of organization or development mm-hmm. and then basically like they grow those celestials inside the planets and then eventually the celestials come out and are born and they form new galaxies and stuff and they were just not around by the time that Thanos was there. I know they were. I mean, they were there. They were just living on Earth as normal people. Oh, they so just, just didn't want to do anything. Yeah, about they, it. they didn't do anything about it. And they don't explain if they were if they were dusted. Like what happened? Like it's just oh, kind of like, hey, we're here. You know, <laughs> we've been here this whole time. We've seen everything happen, but you know, can't really do anything. Yeah, yeah. I would say like I also have a problem with like MCU movies. Like I've lost emulation in them. Usually because they all ha- like follow the exact same structure, um, so I could see that like loss in quality throughout the time. Like it's literally always like the same like three stages where it's like at first you see the hero they have their powers in the middle they become them themselves and lose their powers, but then they get reinvigorated and then the big final battle. Like yeah. that's all Marvel movies. Yeah. Like yeah. I feel like DC has been a little bit more experimental and even MCU. If you look at the earlier movies like the first Iron Man, it's like a little bit different. Yeah, so, that's like, what I'm saying. They like definitely have lost the quality. beginning movies. It was. It wasn't as like a certain bet for them because like when they first started Iron Man, Marvel Studios had like no money. They're about to go bankrupt. So they were taking a huge chance on Robert Downey, who was also like a recovering drug addict. He had almost been in prison. John Favreau was like an unknown director. Like they were taking a lot of big risk and they put a lot of effort into that movie. And that's that's literally what started the MCU. So if it weren't for Iron Man and that whole team coming together, like they would have never gotten to where they are today. I was so, going to speak on the Eternals plot um, earlier. How It's crazy how they've been around for so long and like no one in the Avengers ever found out about them. And the idea was that they didn't want a conflict with like a human interest and whatnot. But I mean, there was that one scene, which I thought was probably one of the best scenes in the whole movie. The part where, okay, first of all, there's one of the Eternals uh, that he, his power is that he can create like some complex machines like easily. And in one scene, he basically introduces, like, a nuclear energy to, like, humans. And then it, sh- it cuts to the part where Hiroshima happens, and he's, like, in the middle of the robot, and he's, like, crying because he's, like, oh, I did this, whatever. But it's, like, okay, like, you know, they can't, like, interfere with human conflict, but then, like, he literally did that. Like, it doesn't yeah. really add up, you know? I mean, they're supposed to, like, help him, and especially his role is, like, providing them with technology. Mm-hmm. But, and like, there's another scene in the movie where they're in, like, ancient times, like, in, like, a thousand bc and he's like trying to introduce the steam engine to them and then the yes. other eternals are like whoa whoa, whoa. whoa, like whoa. Too advanced show them the wheel <laughs> yeah show them yeah, the wheel yeah, first. There you go. yeah yeah 
That that was pretty cool. I felt like the the way they 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 played with that. Like I felt like the first half of the movie was really good. How they played with all the idea of like them being a part of like real life, you know, things and events that happened. Mm-hmm. I think they did a great job in that part. It's just, you know, I went into that movie and I was still satisfied because I knew that we're talking about the Eternals. There's ten different characters. There's no way that in the in in the time interval of two hours you're gonna be able to build an amazing movie on 10 different like main characters yeah that's there's true. just no way you could do that but i feel like considering you know what they were handed to you know what they that, what they had to deal with i think they did a pretty good job you know it wasn't perfect but i think they did a pretty decent job also shout out to harry styles at the end that was cool that was pretty cool yeah let's do a quick pivot um to like who who's your favorite superhero uh and we'll start on that side again all right so this is going to be an unpopular pick but my favorite superhero of all time is Green Lantern. Just because, like, yeah, no one else is going to agree with that. But I just thought the, yeah. whole, the whole idea of them with, like, the, the rings and being able like, to create stuff with their mind, I just thought that was the coolest thing ever. Like, if I, if I had to be any of the DC superheroes, I would probably be Green Lantern. And there's, like, different kind of lanterns, like, different colors and stuff based off different emotions. So, yeah, I just, I just thought that was super cool. And they had, like, this whole big storyline where... You know, it was like all the colors coming together and like having a huge war. Yeah. Um, I guess my take is not as controversial. It's probably like one of the most popular. I'd say mine is Batman. Um, just because like, I think I really love Batman like in the comics and like Detective Batman. I hate how they portrayed the like Batman character in like the latest DC films because I don't feel like they really like capture like who Batman is supposed to be. But I just like the concept of the fact that like he's a human being and he's like able to like, like, keep up with like superman wonder woman and all these people just because like he's like thinking it through and like he sets a plan so i've always just like really respected that and like the hustle it's also one of the reasons why i like iron man right because it's just like this concept of like guys who have no like natural abilities but they're just able to use like their intelligence and like being able to plan things out like i've always just had so much fun reading those um as opposed to like people have natural abilities but yeah so I think I kind of answered this earlier, but it is Spider-Man, like of all time. I've always loved Spider-Man. But if we were strictly talking about the MCU, I would have to say Iron Man. I think ever since the first Iron Man, all the way to like his ending in Endgame, it was just so well done. And I feel like, you know, hopefully this is not the case, but I don't feel like they're ever going to be able to achieve an actor that was as good as Robert Downey Jr. and just be able to, you know, just change lives in a sense. Because Iron Man was just, he was the best, man. Even even his worst movies. I think people would say that Iron Man 3 was pretty bad. I enjoyed Iron Man 3. Some people didn't like Iron Man 3, but I felt like Iron Man in general was just amazing. Like, he's one of the best. But, you know what? That brings up another uh, cool topic. Um, not topic, idea. I think, uh, what's this guy, uh, what's this guy's name? Uh, the guy with the patch? Dude, the name oh, is like... Uh, Nick Fury. Nick right? Fury, Nick bro. Fury. Oh, my Nick God. Fury. Nick Fury Samuel is Jackson. left on. He is slept yes. on. He yes. is such a, like he's so cool. He's not really like a superhero in a sense. Yeah. But he's so, dude. He's amazing. He's amazing. I can't wait to see more of him like in future movies. He made more money than Robert Downey Jr. Like uh, Samuel Jackson. Like obviously because it's Samuel Jackson, but like Nick Fury's the like most paid actor from the MCU, oh, I films, bet. which is like crazy it's the same to think for about. Star Wars. Too. He always seems, have that, he like, seems like. He's not even the star. Exactly. Yeah. He's always been like a minor character, but I looked it up the other day. Like it's just because he's Samuel Jackson, so I'm pretty Jeez. sure his like agent is crazy. And actually, in Star Wars two for Mace Windu, like he only agreed to do Mace Windu if he could make his lightsaber purple, and they paid him like a bunch of money for it. So he was really expensive for Star Wars two. That's yeah. 
Um, I'd have to say that my favorite superhero is Wolverine because his regenerative powers are just so broken and his claws are just so cool. Once he gets all that metal in his body and he just becomes basically a superhuman, he's just he's just basically unstoppable. And when he's in rage mode, he's just he goes crazy. I think he's the best superhero of all time. For me, it's also Batman. I mean, it's kind of easy pick. I mean, I like I played all the video games. I saw all the movies. I like almost all the movies. I just like the way that the story is and how they actually give depth to almost every character, every super villain, and almost every villain is like, yeah, you could kind of laugh at some of them, but almost every villain is strong and can actually like do something. I feel like, I don't know, out of all the superheroes, him, he just has that one thing to him that's like. Since he's human, it's kind of like, yeah, he's he's different. Yeah, also just like what you were mentioning, his villains, they're just so like well thought out, bro. Like yeah. all his relationships, like Batman's like relationship with the Joker is actually it's like insane. insane. Like the whole yeah. the whole purpose. I remember I saw like one of the newer comics, the where he he sat in this chair, and it's basically a chair of like you say a question, it'll give you the answer. Any question, any question. You say any question, it'll give you the answer. But you can only ask like three questions, something like that. He asked who is the Joker. And he said there's like three of them. And then there's like a whole storyline of basically Joker come like just going up to his face and saying like, bro, you wouldn't exist if I wasn't yeah. here. Like yeah. you need me. Yeah. And it's like the same way I need you. And I love how he plays with him. And even how like every time he's about to like just make it, another like person just messes it up for him. Like it's like almost like a... And the whole, like, aura about it, just in New York City, the darkness, the whole theme, how his parents and, like, he always gets reminded of it and his past is always, like, somehow connected to the future. Yeah. And how, like, how he handles things. It's beautiful. It's yeah. honestly perfect. What's really interesting is, like, how we relate so much to, like, Iron Man and Batman, even though they're both, like, like billionaire orphans. Like, <laughs> yeah. I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, why are these, like, some of my favorite heroes? And I have, like, like, that's, I also, like, love Spider-Man as a kid. He was my favorite. But it's like Spider-Man's really easy to relate to, but I don't know why like I just like imagine like if Elon Musk started just like fighting crime in like New York. Like, <laughs> I, like, I mean at this point he probably could. Yeah. Like honestly. <laughs> I feel like the reason why that is so like a thing is cause almost the best superheroes is kinda like the ones that they make you wanna root for. Like the best ones, it's like, okay, I wanna root for this guy. I wanna see him win. Like I'd wanna like you're you're kinda like on edge. Like I feel like he has that. Yeah, like you see Batman going up against like literal gods, like Dark Side and shit, and you're like, bro, I want to see what he's gonna do. Like even honestly. the whole the whole concept of him versus Superman, you think like, you're yo, like yeah, he's, he's gonna get his ass. Beat. Like the movie wasn't that great, but like even in the comics, you'd be like, yo, this guy would never beat him, and he beats him. Yeah, you know what it is Crazy. about that movie though. That movie wasn't great, but I thought, I thought everything about that movie except Batman versus Superman like was amazing. Like the ending of the movie when they fight, uh, what's his name? The Abom Abomination? Yeah, yeah. Is it the Abomination? Doomsday. Doomsday, I'm sorry. I always confuse. Like, yeah, it's MCU, I think. Um, but yeah, everything about that movie except Batman vs. Superman was amazing, in my opinion. Everything was really well done. Yeah. The only, I think one of the main issues was with that movie is that they tried to do too much. They tried to do too much storytelling and world building. So yeah, they tried to do too much storytelling and world building in one movie. Like, the thing with the MCU that I, I will give to always is that they set up their story in each individual movies. Like, you had Iron Man 1, Iron Man 2, and then you had Thor, Captain America, the first Avengers. Like, they set up all those stories in different movies, which is good. I mean, they also, they were able to make hella money off of it. 
and then it, it made things more consistent like it, it didn't feel so rushed like batman versus superman tried to be justice league part 0.5 and that's where they messed up because you can't put that much into a two and a half hour movie and even with the extended cut like the three hour one that Zack snyder made like it's still there's still two like that would have benefited in being two or three movies you know like having a separate batman movie like they did that with man of steel but man of steel was just focused on superman so like i think that's where batman v superman fell short for everyone like they just tried to do too much so what would you guys say about like what do you guys think dc should do right now do you think they should still try to work on um building up every other hero to eventually make a justice league movie and then go on from there kind of like what marvel did or do you think they should just do what they're doing now is which is you know making a new batman see if it goes crazy and if it goes crazy make a trilogy with it or something or just like play around exactly, with other heroes i think, I think that's, that's what they exactly should do exactly what they yeah. should do i, I think feel that's like what they was missing do. that i feel like the separate like batman movies and the anticipation of like building the character i feel like that's what's actually like was missing like while you were saying they try to jam-pack it i, I agree with that yeah. like the movie wasn't that it was it was kind of like rushed like at one rushed. point you have the flash coming in and you have wonder right. woman that's thrown in there and then like bro and, and honestly it, it just felt kind of corny like yeah. the, the the dialogue was just kind of corny the plot was a little bit kind of corny so it was like eh. it's like those the movies cut are was great though the snack snyder uh that, Zack snyder's that's amazing yeah, yeah it was it was great but I was going to say, those movies can never not be corny. Like, you know, they're also kind of meant for kids. Even MCU movies lately yeah. have been getting very corny. Yeah. Honestly, I feel like they do a way better job. I, I actually, like, kind of disagree with the fact that they always have to be corny. That was, like, I think the difference between the Zack Snyder cut and, like, the regular cut is, like, in the regular one, they try to make it, like, appeal to everyone. And in the Zack Snyder one, like, you had a lot more time to be gritty and stuff. I feel like I understand that, like, yeah, they're making movies to market towards everyone, but I'd like to see them take a bit more of a risk with, like, making it adult. Like, Batman Begins, The Dark Knight, and The Dark Knight Rises were all, like, pretty intense. Like, I don't really like, like, I don't want DC to try to emulate Marvel on, like, the funny quips and stuff like them trying to be funny like add all that comedy because that's not what dc comics are really about like dc comics are more about like human exploration and like like finding the flaws of people and i don't really think you get that when you're just trying to make like funny one-liners with each other you know what i mean like yeah, yeah that's always been marvel's thing yeah. and like batman begins scared the shit out of me as a kid like the scarecrow was terrifying and even the dark knight like with joker and stuff that movie was yeah. dark that movie was scary. Yeah, I love that movie. Bane yeah. too. Bane was scary. Yeah, I remember the in the Dark Knight there was this one scene where um they get a a fake Batman and they hang him and he just yeah. lands yeah. on the window. Bro, I That's I was crazy, so scared when I watched crazy, it as a kid. That was yes. terrifying. Why would they put that in a kids movie, bro? It was great, but it was just But that's like, still considered kid, like, that's more dark, you see? Yeah, that's more for like dark. Yeah. Like it's not as MCU y as you would say. I feel like that's probably why I like it so much, just because of that reason. So then, let, let's move away from movies. What are your favorite, like, DC or Marvel shows? We'll start on this side. Um, You're not a show person, it's all right. Yeah, I'm not really a show person. I don't really watch a lot of them. DC, Marvel, The Flash was really good. I'm not really, like, into that, but it was really just well-produced. Probably Batman. Like the one that they did, the the show about it, it was everything like the story before he gets Batman. The cartoon. It was like, or? Hmm? no, it was real. It was real. Oh, life. Gotham. Gotham. Yeah, Gotham. Gotham. Yeah. yeah. It was like kind of slow for me at the beginning, but I kind of appreciated it because it was kind of like a side of the story I'd never seen. So. 
Yeah, I never really watched any of the shows. I just watched Flash, and I stopped watching it um, after season four or something. But I've never been much of a big superhero show person, so. I thought Loki was amazing. I thought that that was easily the best MCU show I've ever seen. Second place would have to be WandaVision. But Loki was just so well done in general. Like, every episode felt like a movie, in a sense. And even though I think it was, like, only six episodes long. Yeah. It was, was, right? Yeah. Six or something. But man, like how they built up Kong at the end and just that whole final scene was just, it was amazing. And the after credits and all that, it was, it was great. I loved it. Yeah, I'd say like Marvel's really knocked it out of the park with these new shows. Like I had, my expectations for them were pretty low. I thought it was weird that they were doing a show with like their main characters. But the way that they like expand on the lore is actually insane. And it still is like really, really enticing. Um, the like... The DC shows, like the older ones, like Arrow, Flash, and Gotham, I think they all I were. Loved Arrow. Hmm? I loved Arrow. I think they were Arrow. all really Arrow's good phenomenal. at the beginning, and then they yeah. all fell off like so hard. Yeah. And I think it's because they gave the rights to CW, and like in general, I don't think CW shows are that great. They're usually like just made for people like flipping like the channels. I wish that they would have put like a little bit more effort into it, and they would have given it to like a better studio. Because now that Marvel's doing these new shows, like they're actually like. They're great. Like, what if I just finished it? Amazing. I'm not caught up with Hawkeye yet, but I'm sure it'd be good. I'd have to say that in terms of DC, they probably have the best animated shows. Like, all of the animated Batman movies, and even, like, Young Justice and stuff, they have a lot of good storytelling for what's supposed to be a kid show. So, I mean, I love all the DC animated movies and stuff. You know what was good, bro? Teen Titans. Teen Titans. Teen Titans. Grew up on Teen Titans. It's the best show. No, OG Teen Titans. Yeah, not Go. None of that. Teen Titans Go isn't bad, but the OG is so much better. Nah, you tripping. Teen Titans Go is pretty trash. It's not that bad. It's not bad, bro. But I will say that in terms of Marvel, the Disney Plus shows have been phenomenal. Production quality has been amazing. Loki was great. WandaVision was great. Um, Can we agree that the, the Falcon one? and Winter Soldier was trash, though? Falcon and Winter Soldier was mid. It was I, so trash. I still don't know what the villain was trying to do. Like, I, I literally still don't know. I, I don't know. I, I literally don't get it. I, I don't think it added that much to the to the story. But I, I do look forward, especially to the future projects for the Disney Plus shows. I mean, they have Moon Knight that's coming out. It's going to be Ooh, crazy. Even Miss Marvel, I'm pretty excited for. Mm-hmm. And I think there's there's a couple more that I'm missing, but... What if season two is also coming yeah. out? So what if was great, but I, I honestly like Marvel is just undefeated with the amount of content that they have coming out. They really are. Like yeah. they're just they're gonna be banking for the next couple of years. Disney. Disney's, Disney's gonna, gonna be, be banking. Disney is going to be as they have been. I think that's my favorite thing about Marvel. Like I think the best thing about the shows is just like how much they set up. Like Falcon and Winter Soldier, I will say, was a pretty forgettable show. But I think it introduced me to it. It introduced me to the idea of like the new Captain America. Um, you know what I mean? Like it, it ties up a lot of things. And I think that's great. That's like, I love how Marvel prepares you for the different phases that's yeah. going on. Like the fact that you always know who the big villain is overall. Like you're getting like hints about it like 10 years. Like when were we first introduced to Thanos? Like 10 years ago? Yeah. First yeah. Avengers. Right at the end of the first Avengers. All right. Is it okay if I bring up one question? Is that cool? I want to ask you all yeah, this. Yeah, Do you guys feel like Kong is going to be the next big villain? Like the next Thanos? I'll answer that first. I don't think it's going to be him. Because wouldn't it be kind of lame that they already told us that it's going to be him? Don't you agree? I mean, in Loki, they... I mean, be- we were told that Thanos was coming. No, I understand that. But 
It's like, for example, when Thanos was, when they were teasing Thanos, right? Like, they did it after the first Avengers, and it was like, oh, wow, who is this purple motherfucker that's grabbing a glove? Like, what the hell's going on? Oh, I guess we'll see him in the next movie. Then the next movie comes around, and it's a robot named Ultron, and it's like, oh, okay, I guess maybe the next one. And then, like, we don't get Avengers for, like, a couple other years. We get, like, a bunch of other movies, like Thor Ragnarok, which was amazing. It was a really good movie, too. But, um, you know, they worked on it little by little. Like, they didn't straight up just tell us, like, hey, this is going to be the next big thing. Unless, like, you were, like, a huge, like, uh, fan of the comics. Like, you already knew who Thanos was. You knew that he was going to be, like, a big deal. But right now, I really don't feel like it's going to be Kong. I feel like he will be a big villain. Like, he'll be, like, someone that they're going to have to deal with at some point. But I don't think it's going to be him. I have an idea of who I think it might be. But before I say that, I want to, like, hear you guys' opinions. Like, do you guys think it's going to be Kong? Or do you think it's going to be someone else? I mean... I I don't think it's going to be Kang because, I mean, he's going to be in Ant-Man 3. So I, I, I don't see how they would have him as, like, a major... Like, the way they set up Thanos was, like, you knew he was a big bad from the beginning because they teased him, and little by little, they kept teasing him until eventually they built up to his, like, portrayal in Infinity War. And it's, it's kind of weird to think about it now, like, who's going to be the next main villain in, in like, five years because there's not like the the story isn't going in in one certain direction like now you have all this stuff with the multiverse you have things with you know different timelines time travel like it it just complicates things so like personally what i would like to see is that if they go in like the direction of secret wars which is like this whole big overarching like story thing or also like secret invasion like the stuff with the scrolls yeah i think that's gonna be huge since nick fury was a scroll yeah like he has been a whole scroll for a while now um in the mcu and I think they're coming out either with the Wait, what, what's a scroll? Real the quick? green people from Captain Marvel. Oh, yeah, they can like yeah, shapeshift. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the shapeshifters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in the comics, like the whole secret wars was or secret invasion was that people in in the MCU were being replaced by scrolls. Like they were basically being copied, and and they have the ability to copy their abilities too. So little by little, they started invading like the Avengers and stuff, and then the few heroes that were left had to like fight back and find everyone else. So really interesting and I'm, I'm surprised that they didn't do that but they they are making either a show or a movie on secret invasion yeah disney plus show i think that would be a very cool topic to get to and i personally haven't seen loki so i don't really know much about this con guy they're talking about but if it was based off the comics i think the next big step would be galactus yeah, that too. and i think that would really bring in a lot of all like the heroes like x-men the for mcu sure, they're sure. gonna bring in the fantastic four i think that would be like the very next big project but that's probably not coming for years yeah. from now in eternals with that too. yeah if you guys okay. remember at the end of eternals when that big the celestial came in and like like took the the eternals back to wherever he came from erishem Bro, I would imagine seeing that. Like, dude was bigger than the Earth, and then when like that that last scene where you just see him like like you see the glowing red eyes just towering, like the the whole world went dark. Like, imagine how the people on Earth felt when you see that. Like, that's terrifying. Yo, I'm surprised they didn't address that like in any of the other movies, even or even like in the shows like in Hawkeye. Like, I'm assuming that took place after eternals like they no one like realized the giant metallic like alien god in the sky that's it for this episode thank you for visiting Bert's world make sure to follow the podcast wherever you're listening if you'd like to view the conversation as well as listen visit my youtube channel Bert's world podcast follow the podcast on instagram and twitter for updates behind the scenes and to engage with me 
Music and socials in the description. See you next time where I'm inexperienced in the world of French Bulldogs.